Hey y'all, welcome to Southern Bells. Hey y'all, it's Brittany and Beth. So we're glad that you could join in with us today to listen. Again, if you're interested, you can follow us on Facebook at Southern Bells Faith, Food, and Fitness. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey, good morning. Happy Tuesday, friends. Hope that you're having an amazing week so far. It's Brittany. Um, If I sound like I'm out of breath, I'm doing this from the treadmill this morning. (laughs) So bear with me. I have been thinking about what I wanted to discuss with you this morning and thinking about what God might be laying on my heart. And really... It comes back to our faithfulness. The girls and I have still been listening to our um, Bible Comes Alive on Audible. We really enjoy it. And we have just gotten through Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, part of Numbers, and it's talking about um, the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and their journey through the wilderness to get into Canaan, the promised land. And if you're not familiar, um, Moses had been the leader of the Israelites during this time, and he was the ultimate high priest um, to the Israelites. He had his brother Aaron and his sister Miriam help him. Well, Miriam developed a contrite spirit. She developed a spirit of jealousy against Moses' wife and caused her to convince Aaron that Moses held his wife higher than them when it came to counsel. So they ended up sinning against God. And there's always a punishment for sin. And Moses felt as though he had led them astray and caused them to sin. So even though they were the ones that did it, he went to God and asked for forgiveness makes me think of Jesus Christ, right? That's exactly what Jesus Christ did on our behalf. So, a big part of Moses' punishment, he had lost his temper um, later on in Scripture too, and God told him because he had sinned, he had lost his temper, that he would not enter into the promised land. He would have to give the promised land journey over to someone else that led to Joshua Um, Joshua was a young man him and Caleb that were appointed by Moses to um, go into a neighboring land and scout they were the only two out of twelve that were honest about the findings and God found favor in Joshua and Caleb and led them to be victorious in many battles which ultimately led 
to Joshua being the overseer of all of Canaan, the promised land. Moses had passed away and was buried on the mountain. And um, that left Joshua and Miriam and Aaron also passed away. You know, it just reminds us, though, that the wages of sin have to be paid. I never, I can't say I never. I guess every time you read the Bible, you learn something new. And every time that you dive into Scripture, God will speak to us in a different way. And we were learning about the murmuring and complaining of the Israelites this whole time their lack of faith and they thought they would need another God to worship while Moses was away so they built a graven image and this was all within you know days of God giving them the Ten Commandments we people are a sinful people all of us every last one of us no matter how little we think that that sin is, it's still sin. It's absolutely why we still need a Savior, Jesus Christ, to pardon us for our sins and for our sinful beings. God knew that the sacrifices would never be enough. There was one time in the Old Testament when they were trying to overtake the Moabites that... Um, they worshipped, some of the Mibites worshipped Baal, a, um, a false god. <clears throat> and Balaam, who was supposed to be a man of God, was overtaken by greed. And because of his greed, he led the Israelites and he tricked them um, into worshipping false idols. You know, it made me really think to talk about to my daughters how the influence of others around us it made me think about scripture that a wolf in sheep's clothing, you know, here the Israelites were trusting him because they thought that he was still a prophet of God. How quickly he changed. He talked the talk to get them to obey and then he led them straight to slaughter and because of that that is a big part of some of their troubles their turmoil their wandering in the desert for four years do you know while they were wandering in the desert God never left them nor forsake them he always had them water he always had them food he does that for us even though we as Christians are sinful. If we ask for forgiveness and we truly seek God's repentance and forgiveness, He's a just God. He will forgive us. But someone has to pay for that sin. Every stripe that Jesus Christ bore on His back, every thorn that was shoved into His scalp, Every beating and flogging and mockery, spitting in his face, was for you and for me, for the sins that we have committed. Every time we commit one of those sins, we help drive that nail into his hands. 
we're never going to be perfect. God knew that we were never going to be completely without sin. He sent his son to die for us that we would have a way of salvation, a way of communing with him, an opportunity to overcome evil with good. I'm very thankful that God sent his son to die that I might live and not perish. I am no better than the Israelites. You're no better than the Israelites. The great preachers, evangelists, ministers of our world are no better than the Israelites. We know right now that the nation of Israel needs a lot of prayer. I believe that they've been led astray like they were during that time. And I believe that if there are some that still have God centered in their heart, that He continues to offer them that protection. He offers the, us that protection. When Jesus Christ died for us, He grafted us in. We are now part of God's holy communion. We are part of His, His plan. But if you turn from God, God cannot be associated with sin. Therefore, God cannot offer protection to the wicked. By wicked is those that turn against God. We know that we're coming to the last days. We're seeing things happen and transpire that we know are a part of the book of Revelation. And as scary as it may be, we know what comes in the end. We know that in the end, Satan is cast into the pits of hell for eternity, never to be loosed among the people again. Him and his demons will be cast into the lake of fire, and, and the Trinity will rise, be Lord of Lords and King of Kings. They already are. But we know that God also gave us a choice. He gives us free will. I know there are so many things pulling us in so many different directions these days. There's so many things that stand in our way and so many things that can discourage us. But just remember, I believe it was Paul that said, you want to run the hard race and finish with God. You want Him to be center of it all. You know, um, one part of my Bible that I read every day, um, it's an app, y'all. It's called The Bible in a Year. Um, the beginning of it says there's a line in the film, the best exotic Marigold Hotel. Everything will be all right in the end. If it's not all right, then it's not the end. It's so true for theology and what God is doing for us. You know, in the end, we know that everything will be all right. So if you're struggling, remember there's a silver lining. 
If you're struggling, remember who to turn to. At the end, we need to remember that three things we need to have accomplished. We fought the good fight, we finished the race, and we kept the faith. Jeremiah 51, 46 tells us, don't ever give up. 2 Timothy 4, verses 6 through 8 is where we have fought the fight, finished the race, and kept the faith comes from. Friends, I hope that you have a amazing rest of your day. I hope that you can meditate on God's word that he has shared with us this morning. We're just going to bow our heads and we're going to say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Jesus Christ has taught us to pray that prayer. It's a prayer of sincerity, a prayer of faith, and a reminder of what's to come. I hope you have a great week. Be blessed, friends. Bye, y'all.